Okay, hello everyone and welcome back to Friendship in a Time of Coronavirus. Today we are joined with our very first guest, Hannah, who I have known for about two years now in Avantika and her just met through an ASU program. I don't know if you guys want to talk about that really quick. Yeah, I can just give a short description. So it's called the Next Generation Service Corps. It's basically a service and leadership program here at ASU. We join mission teams and just try to make our community a better place. And me and Hannah actually met through a cohort of that called the Canto May Scholars Program. So that's like a study abroad scholarship that we get from it. So we got a chance to talk and meet there. So that was really exciting. Yeah, and Hannah and I met because we were both on the Interact District Council, which is like Interact Club is like the high school version of Rotary, which is an international service organization, basically. And so we were both on a council that and we also met a couple times at band competitions. And speaking of which are the topic of this week's episode is going to be all things band. And coincidentally enough, all three of us were our high school's drum majors, which is pretty cool. I don't know if you two ever ran into each other, but Hannah and I ran into each other at competitions and then Avantika and I also, and Avantika and I never even like realized that until later when we reconnected this fall. So that's pretty interesting thing. Do we just wanna get into it? And Hannah, you wanna talk about why you wanted to be drum major or how that went for you? Sure. Uh, so my sister was actually a drum major while I was growing up. She's seven years older than me, and she went to the same high school that I ended up going to. And she applied her junior year, and she got it. And then she actually ended up getting an autoimmune disorder um, in the fall that ended up making her have to conduct in a wheelchair. Uh, she couldn't stand up. She had brain swelling, and so she couldn't stand up or stand up straight. And so she actually ended up being a drum major in a wheelchair that year. And then the next year she had moved on and was in a walker. Um, it took about six years for her to be rehabilitated to fully walking. But I got to see that resiliency and just that amazing passion for band and for being drum major. And it just made me want to have that experience that she had. Not obviously the exact same experience, but <laughs> able to feel that kind of love through the marching band. And so after being section leader my sophomore year, I just decided that was the next step. And I got to be the junior drum major my junior year, and then the only drum major my senior year. And it was definitely an experience because we had four different band directors in four years. Yep. <laughs> That's yeah, we did all too. Three of us did. All three of us did. I love it's that for us. I'm in <laughs> dance right now, I guess. What's going on? Yeah. Especially the flaky directors. It's like a disease. But yeah. So that was pretty much it. I just wanted to like have that experience and ended up being one of the best decisions I've ever made. That's so inspiring though, getting to watch your sister go through that and then you can take whatever you learned from that. I think that's really awesome. Seriously, so inspirational. So many people like probably would have just quit and been like, I can't do this, but she stuck with it. And also Hannah's being very modest. Um, last year her, or two years ago, your band won state. In last our year, yeah. Yeah, oh it was. Congrats. That's crazy. <laughs> it was amazing. I still like, that was one of the craziest experiences of my life because we went from second place my freshman year of high school to eighth place to fourth place and then finally first place. And like I was out on the field and they started li like listing off the bands and I genuinely thought they forgot us once they got to like top three. I was like, oh my God, they forgot to include my band. What's going to happen? 
and then they got to two and they didn't name me and I was like oh my god this is embarrassing for us <laughs> and then it was first and I was like out there with my two guard captains and I was like shaking and I saw my band over in the corner like we were the smallest band there yeah. and then we'll just like start crying and hugging each other and it was just the best experience yeah and since Hannah's and I's bands were in the same division we were pretty much at all the same competitions. so so cool we'd walk past each other in staging and say hi get a hug in if we could and I was so happy like when because my band was at state too and we got fourth place and just like being so happy because I mean it's like of course you feel happy for the other bands but like when you know someone it makes it so much more personal like I was so proud of you guys and you had such a great show that was West Side Story that you won with right yeah it was oh my god it was so much fun yeah that's so interesting because we did West Side Story as my junior show and that's the first year I was drum major as well and also like you I was section leader of the flute section my sophomore year so then the next step up was drum major for me as well um I really like doing West Side Story what songs did you pick out from there or like what excerpts of the show did you do you have like the Sousas in the background like doing the Maria theme Oh, mm-hmm. it was so cool. It actually started out, I got to do a cool drum major thing where I started out actually sitting on the podium facing the audience oh, and nice. I decided to smoke a cigarette and throw it. And then I kept, like gave them a like nod thing and then turned around and got the band all set. It was fun. Oh, nice. In our West Side Story, I got to have like a little dancing part in it. So I was Maria for part of it. And then one of the guard boys was, I forgot the other guy's name. But then we had a little, like, little ballroom dance part on the middle of the show, which was cool. That's so fun. Oh, my gosh. I never got to do anything special like that. But one thing, uh, watching, like, your band perform, Hannah, especially that show, I just, like, it. All, you guys looked like you were having the best time ever. It looked like you were having fun. Like, you weren't stressed. Of, like, it wasn't you were performing to an audience. You guys were just having fun together, which was so cool. I had the best band that I'd ever had in my four years, my senior year. Um, I don't know if you guys know, like, uh, so midway through my senior season, my dad actually had a massive stroke and lost the ability to communicate. And so I, I, that all happened at 2am on a Friday and I still made it to the football game that Friday night. Cause I knew that if I wasn't there, they wouldn't be able to perform. Um, so I showed up and like, I didn't even know if my dad was going to survive at that point. And so I was just like there and the band made me this giant card of just them all saying that they love me. I did this giant like group hug while I was like sobbing and I just felt so much love and that was kind of the turning point for the season when everybody just kind of came together as a family more than just a band you know. Yeah and I think that's the best part that comes out of band that feeling of friendship and camaraderie that teamwork you have and you become so close with these people because you spend so much time with them that that's probably my favorite part of band too. And I miss all the friends I made in there. And I know people are moving on and doing their own things, but I think we're all going to remember those memories with fondness. Avantika, is there more to your story about becoming drum major? Pretty much what you said. Yeah, no. So the reason I decided to apply in the first place was, like I said, I was section leader, but we were also going through a director transition at that time. So everything was kind of a mess. The director that left us my sophomore year set everything on fire and then left basically. So we were a mess, like things were in shambles. So I was like, there needs to be a leader to step up. We need someone to pick this all up and start fresh basically. So I was like, I think I'm up for the challenge. I really love doing band and I've always had that like leadership streak in me. So I like being in charge. I like leading others. 
So I stepped into the role and I'm, I couldn't be happier. Like I love my drum major experience. Um, it's funny, my sophomore year was the exact same thing where like the director just like, he didn't even tell us that he was quitting. Um, and he had made half of the band quit because he was so bad. And then he didn't even pick a show for the next year. And so we were all just like, what's happening? Yeah, and we didn't get our new band director till summer. So we didn't have a band camp. He basically just came in and we had a football game in the next couple of weeks. So we were just like trying to put everything together and it was super hectic. But as the season went on, we kept progressing and we made improvements, so that's good. Yeah, my, my same thing, my freshman year, the band director had quit and we had a band director who lasted a year and a month, basically, like she had a mental breakdown in August. Um, and so then we had a series of interim directors and everything. And then we had we had someone finally and we thought he was going to stay, but he was really young. And after a couple months with us, he was like, I need to go back to school. I'm not ready to like be a teacher full time or anything. <laughs> and so he left and we had a new director and she was the director of my junior and senior and she really pulled everything to get it together completely to her credit but anyway so I that was at the end of my sophomore year one of the one of my friends in band who was a junior she was um, at the time going to be a senior was planning to audition for drum major and we were like hey we should audition together if possible and I can be like the junior drum major like in training like well let's run the idea past the new director see if they're down for it and I hadn't been section leader before in marching band or anything just because like I hadn't had the opportunity just because of the directors like our leadership was really disorganized and everything um and so then I kind of I was really lucky I got it I kind of jumped rank from like normal band member to being junior drum major and we the way it became structured was having three drum majors so a senior drum major head drum major and junior drum major so I was junior drum major my junior year and then head drum major senior year so that's like how I kind of got into it but I had like seen the drum majors all throughout my band experience being like I want to do that like I think that's so cool and I love leadership and everything like that so that's kind of like what got me into it that's so, so cool. we, we also had a three drum major situation my junior year it was one senior drum major and then two juniors one of them being me but that didn't go as well as planned there were there was a lot of conflict with that I don't know if it was because it was too many people or all our personalities were just super strong um but it ended in conflict the majority of the time so then senior year I I was talking to my director and I was like, hey, it's probably better if we go down to two. We don't really need, have a need for three drum majors right now. Um, we had a big band, but we like two drum majors in the front would have been fine. So he was like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. So then we downgraded to two drum majors my senior year. And then I was the head and we had a junior drum major, which worked much better for us. Yeah. And to like give context about the situation too, in my case with three drum majors, a little ridiculous for a band of 50 people, but we had a good structure going. So junior drum major was like basically stands drum major. So they did all the stand tunes and conducted in the stands. Um, and since we were a small band, the other drum majors then would rejoin the band and, and keep play while the junior drum major got conducting experience in like a safe space, which was the stands. And then, um, junior and then senior drum major and head drum major conducted movements of the show alternating movements of the show yeah we only had two my junior year it was me and my friend eva she had been drum major the year before and she was a senior and i was a junior she had actually marched with the academy the year before uh, she was originally a trumpet and i was a mellophone 
and I think everyone we all we both got along really well and we got along with the band really well so it worked really well and then senior year there wasn't really anyone else that would have wanted to or that would have been a good fit for drum major other than me so it was just just me but they were my children so it's okay your band was so you made it have you too like with everything you were going through like the fact that you were so committed that you still came back like and there because there was no one else you didn't have a junior drum major or anything to like step in like it was you like your band was so lucky to have you and I really commend like your dedication thanks I I was so lucky they literally were my children like I say that jokingly but also like they still text me and they're like hey I'm having a bad day and I'm like it's okay I love you there's such, like, there's such a mom situation 100% I think like a, so many times I was called mom either intentionally or, or unintentionally yeah. yeah just like a band mom because we I feel like we both have we're all three of us have that nature where we're very motherly we like nurturing other people so it just kind of came naturally for everyone Okay, so Hannah, you mentioned that you played mellophone, but I know mellophone isn't usually like a primary instrument. Did you start off on that or you ended up switching or what's the story with behind your instrument? So I was originally a French horn. Um, I went to an IB middle school, so I didn't even get to start band until sixth grade. But I had started French horn before that because my oldest sister's best friend growing up was named Hannah Warren. So she was another Hannah and she had played French horn. I was like, oh my God it's a girl named Hannah and she plays French horn I should do that and so she started giving me lessons and then I just joined band and the rest is history and then I also learned trumpet a little bit of trombone and then I taught myself ukulele and I'm teaching myself guitar right now oh so look at you I miss doing music I love it a lot that's like been one of the hardest things of this past year was taking away band because making music with people is one of the most happy spaces and just so calming and you know there's so much love always I feel like with band and emotion into that and just losing that was really hard especially for us you know band was our lives 24 7 for four years and we just got cut off cold turkey pretty much in March yeah and I know you tried doing concert band which was all online basically this year how did that go I know that was an experience it was it was something it was something so we started out doing like online recording assignments kind of thing so they would get like flex charts so basically flexible arrangements of music where any instrument could play any part kind of thing and then we used a recording software to put it together and then in November we finally had an in-person rehearsal and it was really small it was 25 of us outside the school of music socially distanced our masks around our chins like we just like pulled them up and down in between playing and we played music together and it was honestly the highlight of last semester for me it was so amazing to make music with people again and get to see people that I'd only seen on zoom in person yeah, no, I definitely miss making the music the most because every other class, it can be done in a virtual format. It's not horrible, but something like band, it you can't recreate that. So I'm just really hoping things get back to normal soon so I can start playing my flute and piccolo in front of other people and with other people. Yeah. How did you end up with playing flute, Avantika? 
So I started band in fifth grade and we had like a little audition process almost. So basically our band director just gave us the headpiece of each instrument and she was like, try playing it. So I didn't know how to buzz and still to this day, I'm not great at it. Like I've tried buzzing, it doesn't work out. So I was already set for a woodwind instrument after that. And then um, she told me to pick between flute, clarinet, saxophone. And I decided to choose flute because I thought it was the most elegant and the most pretty. I knew nothing about instruments. I was in fifth grade. None of my friends were in band. My parents or family weren't in band. So I was like, oh, that one looks pretty. I want to do it. Like the ultimate girly girl choice. Exactly. Yeah. And so now looking back on it, though, I think it was the right choice for me because, you know, every instrument has their own personality type. I feel like I fit in the flute type like I think Except you're, not catty. you're not catty flutes have a reputation of being very catty very bitchy right other catty. than that though none of that thing <laughs> the goody two-shoes part the perfectionist all that comes under flute as well that's the part that I'll take for myself French corn you're either like a crazy overachiever or you're just really weird so <laughs> you're the, the overachiever middle. yeah I'm no, like in the middle um, <laughs> and then saxophones are like they're like trumpets they're like a a different breed of trumpet so still very like thinks think they're hot stuff Mm -hmm. you know the really good always learning popular music you know so obsessed with jazz like automatically which is not me (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like I fit it in terms of like confidence like there aren't shy saxophone players really true and I, I think we all fit drum major vibes. Like we all are drum majors. That too, for sure. Right. I was going to say, I think it's so great how it's universally accepted. Like we all went to different schools, different high schools, yet we still know what each instrument's personality type is and what kind of characteristics you have. So I think that's just interesting. There's this compilation, like Vine compilation I have saved on like my YouTube, like watch later thing that's like banned in Vines. And it's just the most accurate thing I've ever seen. Like if you guys haven't watched to, 100%. So my story with playing saxophone is actually really interesting. I like to say I was like born to play saxophone, like bred into it because my parents met because my dad gave my mom saxophone lessons because he was a guest tech at her high school for woodwinds. Um, And so then like I, on the day it came to go choose instruments, I started in fourth grade, by the way, I was like, oh, I want to try flute because I, you know, girly girl, you know, want to do flute thing. And so my dad was like, oh, well, we can like look at that later. Like, let's go. And I was like, what about saxophone he was like let's go let's go let's go check it out and so (laughs) kind of the rest is history from there and it's been an interesting experience too because like my I have never had a private teacher besides my dad and so that has caused um many conflicts I think I've never I'm I'm not a person who cries but I've cried every saxophone lesson I've ever had just because like we argue in a way that only family members can like obviously I wouldn't be as like obstinate with a with a like normal private teacher but like with him I just will like argue or whatever and it's it's hilarious best band story any funny band stories that's a good one. Oh my god I have so many okay probably my senior year well there's again so many um I literally could probably name at least 20 but after we won 
we, after we like won first in state, we all went out to the bus and we have this thing where every time, I don't even know when it developed, but every time we were in the band room or we were in the bus, they would chant my name, Hannah, like really loud. And it was always, and then it was me always being like, no, stop, like you're gonna embarrass me. <laughs> um, and our band director, he was the best. He was like my best friend, Mr. Wick. He, we were so lucky to have him. But then it was after we won and everyone was, you know, super hyped up. And so we had two buses. We had the brass bus and the woodwind bus. So the brass bus was brass and drumline. Horrible combination. I know. Who and, chose that? <laughs> yeah, honestly. And then there was woodwinds and guard. So obviously I always stayed with the garden woodwinds on the way to competitions. But then afterwards, you know, I went and dropped my stuff off in the woodwind guard bus. And I was like, good job, guys. And they were like, woo. And then I went over to the brass and drumline bus literally the bus was shaking because of how much people were jumping and screaming Hannah just over and over again to the point where I think it was Apache Junction High School they had parked next to us the, everyone was like gathered around our bus looking inside trying to see what happened but it was just them screaming Hannah and I can only imagine what it would look like to this random high school just looking over and seeing the bus like shaking and then just yelling the name Hannah and it was just hilarious and it was one of my favorite experiences because it kind of just encapsulates like the chaos of high school band and just like, and the, the pure joy. The exhilaration too, especially right after winning and knowing you put in all that hard work and it pays off, like that it's the best yeah. feeling in the world. For sure. 100%. I still dispute anyone who says marching band isn't a sport. Cause I mean it is, and you get the and you get the same team feeling and everything with that. So I was buff. Like I was built. <laughs> right like my arm muscles my calf oh, muscles seriously like, I like guns dude I could oh my god yeah drum majors <laughs> like we have shoulders of steel you want to say your favorite band story next you're trying to think of yours yeah. I had a couple um I can tell an embarrassing story because those are fun to listen back on always. I'll put myself under the bus on this one so we had a competition in Flagstaff so it was a two-hour drive, I think, from our high school, and we had a football game the Friday before, so I think we ended up doing, like, an overnight drive, so right after the football game, we all loaded the buses and then went straight to Flagstaff, where our, our next competition was, and I was part of the uniform crew, so making sure everyone had their uniforms, everything's, like, Shaco's, dinkles everything and I was on the bus taking attendance for everyone I was like okay guys let's do a check everyone check that you have your uniform check that you have your band shorts going through the list check your instruments and then we're like okay we did attendance I get on the bus we start driving about an hour into the drive I was like about to take a nap and all of a sudden I jolt awake I'm like I'm forgetting something. I look down at my shoes and I'm still wearing my slippers not my dinkles and I chose the worst slippers to wear that day. They were sparkly silver, the most obnoxious thing I could have chose. And normally what I do is I'll wear the slippers and then take my dinkles on the bus with me so then I can change right before I get off the bus. I forgot to bring my dinkles. I knew they were sitting right there in my locker. I I didn't know what to do. So then I turned to um, the part, the person I was sitting next to, she was my best friend in band. And I was like, I forgot my dinkles. And she was like, you only have those sparkly silver shoes. That's it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And I can't march in this. I can't conduct in this. 
So then as I was talking to her, my assistant band director heard me because we sat at the front of the bus and he turns around like he was taking a nap too. He like heard it in his subconscious or something and he looks over at me. He's like, you forgot your dinkles. And I was like, yes, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. I start crying. I'm devastated. Like, I can't believe I forgot my dinkles. I'm on uniform crew. I was telling everyone else to make sure they had theirs and I was the one who forgot mine. So I start crying and he's like, okay, don't cry. We'll figure it out. So he calls one of his band friends who's also a director at the same competition we're going to and he's like hey do you by any chance have a size five dinkles we can borrow after your kids are done marching they did so we ended up so what happened was right before we went on the field I got the dinkles from the other band who had just left the field so I did a quick change there and then I got on the podium I conducted we the show was fine but it was definitely an experience. I'm glad it worked out. And then what ended up happening was I never saw that band again. So I just ended up keeping the Dinkles till we got like all the way back from Flagstaff. And then I went to their high school and dropped it off like a couple weeks later. I was like, thanks for the Dinkles. Don't really that was know. Smart belong to of your band director, like smart save to like think about yeah. that. So like, did you take like the shoes off of someone's feet or did they like have extras on the, <laughs> so you stole straight up stole someone's marching yeah. shoes. No. And they came right off the field too. I didn't even give them 30 seconds. I was like, you had yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they just came off the field. I was like, are you size five? I think I'm supposed to take them from you. He's like, yeah, take my shoes. And I was like, okay, oh, putting it on. You found a guy with size yeah. five? It was a guy. I know he was a saxophone player. No, nothing else other than that. Really yeah. small. Oh my God. I had small feet too. I know that's surprising. So I tie the laces on and then I'm like, okay, ready. Let's do the salute. Let's get the show started. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like that's such a band thing. Like the show must go on. Like you figure it out. Yeah. And then I was like, should I go barefoot if I don't get them? Should I just wear my socks? Cause I have my black socks. So I was yeah, like, okay. I mean, that's what I was going to say. I was like, you, if you were marching, then you could just march in your socks, like in your band. So big people wouldn't notice, but the podium right. is a little sketchier. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I'm like, the kids had to do that. They just stayed in their socks the whole time. Wow. Mm -hmm. Did you guys ever have that moment when you guys were drum majors, like on the way to competitions being like, oh my God, I forgot my instrument. And then realizing that you're a drum major and you don't have an instrument. Every competition, every competition, (laughs) except that I did have my instrument with me because I played the second movement. So I conducted first and third. Um, So I had to play second movement, but yeah, I would always think like I forgot my instrument kind of thing. Just I like, just replaced instrument in my brain with white gloves because that was my instrument at that point. So I was like, do I have my white gloves? Okay, yes, I do. We're good to go. Mm-hmm. What's your band story? You so have I have like kind of an overall memory, like not necessarily specific one, but I think during band camp, we always did on the last night, we did skit night, section skit night. And I think my best memories are just of all the hilarious skit that they went. There were two consecutive years where the skits were specifically designed around making fun of me. So that was, that was fun because like I made the, the grave mistake of on the first day of band camp freshman year being like, my name is Acacia, which is a tree. And so I was henceforth known as tree. People literally called me tree. And so the two skits that were around me were centered around me being a tree. Um, but there's just, yeah. So there was those skits. So 
yeah, that was funny. There are, I don't know if it was junior or senior year, one of the flute section there, she cut off her hair during the sketch. She's like, I've been meaning to cut my hair. So she had like hair like to her waist and she cut it to her shoulders right there on the stage during their skit. There was always like leadership impressions. Percussion usually came with the best skits. They were so funny and they usually did their skit, like a skit about not having a skit. Like they did that one time, but the impressions one were always so funny. So I think band camp as an overall experience, specifically skit night was so, was super funny. We also had skit nights, but we did it every single night at band camp. So it was a whole week of just skits and we had about 30 minutes every afternoon to get get them ready but we had some good ones too we had a Bob Ross skit where they just took us through how to make a painting so we went to the woods to do our band camp so they like used sticks and stones to make paintings and stuff so that was funny and then obviously impressions and as drum majors I feel like we get the bulk of that (laughs) but yeah skit nights are a good time I never got to do that we had this thing called tradition night so band camp for us is pretty chill each night we have like a or each day we have like a different theme so like there was everything from like decades day one of our kids dressed up as the 1630s and like had a plague mask on um specific yeah no it was great um and then that's like band camp is pretty chill for us but for us it's tradition night it's the night before championships and we first all the freshmen we go into like our amphitheater area and all the freshmen face back and then an upperclassman goes and stands behind them and the freshmen turn around and the upperclassmen paint their face orange and blue, which were our colors. And then we all line up according to class. So like seniors, not freshmen. And we go into this dark room and everybody gets a little jar with a candle in it. And we like, like we sit in circles, like the inner circle is seniors, juniors, fresh or sophomores, freshmen. And each of the seniors gives a speech about their banding experience. So my senior year, there was only like nine of us, I think. And so I was, they made me go last, which was awful, but amazing. But I was already crying at that point. And I just remember it was like really quiet. And I just went, so, and like a freshman, I just remember hearing from behind me, was like, <laughs> and I just started sobbing. I was like, you can't start, you can't start that. Um, which was, it's just so chaotic. I think all band traditions, like skit night, that sounds so just, so fun but also so chaotic and I think that's just all social experiences we also did a senior circle so it'd be like skit night dinner senior circle and the way we did senior circle very similar like we'd have so it used to be kind of like borderline hazing and so that was one thing we had to change but like it would be like making the freshmen like stand at attention for like 10 minutes like not not even parade rest like attention and so and then like the upperclassmen would go and take them in and the seniors would be in like the circle whatever and we had the you know little switch candles and um and we would do that and it my freshman and sophomore year that went on for close to three hours because what we do is that everyone on the outer circle it wasn't divided by class it was just freshmen through juniors everyone in the outer circle like addressed the seniors and then seniors um would address each other and anyone on the outer circle of course it took forever even though we were a smaller band and so by my senior year we had it um, kind of narrowed down and like we had to like keep the speeches really short which made it a little bit less special but that was always a 
definitely a super special moment and it was like dark too so we'd like sit on the stage close the curtain and like the only lights would be from like the little switch candles we also had like a senior night which was a campfire for us so it was still in the woods where we did band camp and we all got around bonfire and everyone would get up one by one and said a little quick speech and then all the seniors went last and for my speech I was one of the later ones so everyone was already crying emotions were running high so I took like two minutes out of my speech to do a breathing activity with them because we all know how important breathing is. So yeah. Let's take a deep breath in and exhale for four. <laughs> so we did a breathing activity, but I think we all needed it. I, I can still picture you doing that a long time. So actually, I wanted to say, like, we talked about traditions just now, and that's something I was really looking forward to doing in the Sun Devil marching band, because I was planning on joining marching band, and I was like, wow, it's going to be so big. I love being part of a big band and making music with everyone, and I was like, I wonder what traditions they have, all of this, and now, unfortunately, we're on Zoom, but that was one thing I was really excited for. Yeah, Avantika and I were both in the marching band last semester which was all online we didn't do anything in person so we that was like before we even met each other we were on the huge 300 person zoom but like for me coming from a smaller band I was so excited to be part of a bigger band so hopefully hopefully next fall but yeah what is like current music situation looking like for you are you doing any band are you planning to do any band I really want to. I didn't realize how much I missed it until I was walking around downtown on Sunday, actually, and I, I heard a person warming up on their trumpet. I was like, what's going on? And then I looked, and there was a spontaneous outdoor symphony concert. And so I got to go. It was like a quartet. Like, it wasn't the full symphony, but it was musicians from the Phoenix Symphony. And I was just there, and I was sitting with my friend who wasn't in band, and I was like, oh, my God, I love this song. She was like, I, what? Like, how do you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> And I just miss it so much. I practice it whenever I go home, my French horn. I listen to band music all the time. I'm not currently in any ASU bands. Um, next semester, I really, I really want to do marching band. I miss band so much. That's, that's my plan for next year. And if not, then I'll look up some like community bands and hopefully be a part of those. Once a band kid, always a band kid. Literally. It never goes away. Yeah. It's ingrained in our blood now. Yeah. <laughs> So this semester I just I was have kind of a busy schedule and so I decided not to take any band but I will resume normal activity next fall so I'm I try to practice I don't know if I think about Avantika and I like looked up a sax flute duet um I don't know if we'll ever actually do anything with if we did it to give us something to practice. Add a French horn in there. Right yeah add a third part let's do it. I'm doing basketball band this semester just because I didn't feel like I really got a band experience my fall semester. So I was like, hopefully things are better in the spring, even though they really aren't at this point. But hopefully as the months go by, it does get better. Right now we're all virtual, but I don't even know if they're going to have basketball games. But if they do, I might be there. Yeah, and so then a segment that we have on the podcast is our current favorite songs that we're listening to, and we thought like a fun thing to add would be, so current favorite song you're listening to, but also your favorite band piece, and that could be concert band, stand tune, whatever. And also Hannah has such a cool music taste, by the way, like she listens to such cool stuff, like before COVID, she went to concerts like every weekend, like she's like one of those people that like, you're like, wow, they have a good music taste. 
one of those people. You're not wrong. Um, I'm trying to find, I have a whole, I made a whole uh, playlist on Spotify of just songs that I played in band. I have one of those too. Me too. They're so no- nostalgic to listen back on because you know how you were feeling when you played that. Oh, my friend had that solo. It's always fun listening back. Yeah. So my favorite band song that I've played, like my favorite like band song, um, it's called Be Thou My Vision. So I played it my senior year. Our band director, so we all became very emotionally like connected to him. Um, Mr. Wick, we just love him so much. And so he picked that for our honor band. And we all cried every time we played it just because it was such a meaningful piece to us as a band. And I don't even know why we adopted it as such a meaningful song, but we did. And it was actually the last song that I ever played on Westwood campus. And it was actually the last night that I was ever on my high school campus was at the band concert because I missed the next day of school. So it was the last time I was ever in high school, like on my high school campus was leaving after playing this song we were all sobbing on stage and it was just beautiful so yeah you know my vision and then what's your favorite like on the radio song the song old pine by ben howard it's kind of folksy indie it reminds me of like camping with your best friends like that kind of vibe yeah i'll probably say that i listen to it a lot just because it's like very comforting i'll have to look also anything by sufian stevens beautiful I'd say for my favorite band piece, at the, it, it's always changing because every time I hear a new one that I forget about, I'm like, oh, this is my favorite. But right now, I think it's Stars and Stripes because it was part of our senior show and it's such an iconic piece. And then obviously I played the piccolo, so I learned the piccolo solo in that and I got to play that during our concert. So we got a little like, we all stood up and played the piccolo solo together, which was nice. So that just has fond memories. Everyone knows it. I feel like it's a very patriotic song. So that was the one I would choose, I think. And then for the radio song, I was talking to Acacia about this, but every time we do this segment, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to choose a different Shawn Mendes song because I am obsessed with him. He just came out with a new album, which I love all the songs on. So for today, I'm going to choose Higher by Shawn Mendes from the Wonder album. (laughs) Nice. So my favorite band, so I have, I have kind of have two. So um, on the Europe band trip I went on last summer, we played Italian Holiday, which is just, it's like a medley of classical Italian songs, like folk songs that like everyone in Italy knows. And it's just so beautiful. And I get goosebumps every time I listen to it. And it just takes me back to performing in all these amazing places all over Europe. And then like the second one is Pictures of an Exhibition, which I've never had a chance to play, but I really want to. And it is one of the few pieces that has a saxophone solo because it's an orchestral piece and saxophone usually isn't included in orchestra but in the old castle movement it is centered around an alto saxophone solo and so I would love to play that and of course ideally play the solo one day so those are my two band favorites and then current on the radio favorite I think so. I was t- so when we were talking about this last night to Avanti, I was like, there are gonna be Spanish music, and like probably people listen to it don't listen to Spanish music. So I guess English song <laughs> is Positions by Ariana Grande, which is really basic. I mean, that's like not original or anything. And then the Spanish one is Bebe by Camila, who's my favorite Spanish artist. And it's just like such vibes. It's like dancing on the beach, like with your significant other. It's just, yeah, 
So thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed our little reminiscing about band and all our experiences. We're so lucky to have Hannah here with us. And um, a big thank you to you for taking your time out and coming with us as our first guest. So that's pretty awesome. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And we have new episodes that come out every other Monday at 12 p.m. Thank you for listening.